the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And for the next hour, we're talking about cars and hopefully your car. So if you'd like to join us and you have a car question, a car problem, maybe you were told something by someone and you want to run it by me and get my opinion, you can take any side of the issue you want. You can even try to trick me if you want. But I'm going to tell you the way I really feel. And I think many of you recognize that uh, I'm I'm uh, sometimes to a fault uh, rather blunt. So, and when it comes to, to to car stuff, let me tell you this real quick. When 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 my industry sells you things, they make wild claims about this voodoo in a can performance, and I object to that. So it's not likely that I'm going to regurgitate those same kinds of claims because I don't believe in them. Let me tell you how how that difference. Jeremy, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to MarkSalem.com, click on Facts, FAQs, and go down to Spark Plugs. And I think there's a chart there where we tested some spark plugs. Now, we have the ability to test the spark plugs. And what we did is we took a Toyota truck and we got four or five sets of spark plugs and we gapped them appropriately and we installed them in the truck and we ran the engine temperature at 220 and we ran all of our tests the same way and the engine temperature didn't change we have the ability to measure how much electricity the spark plug is is demanding and how long the spark lasted how long the spark lasted in milliseconds of time so you want a small amount of electricity, but you want the burn, the spark, to last a long time. And some of the spark plugs we tested were just the opposite. They took a tremendous amount of electricity, but the burn time was 0.8 milliseconds. Where Champions, it was the other way around. Champions took a very little amount of electricity, maybe 1.1 kilovolts, but then they had a 2.1 milliseconds of burn time. Can you see the difference between 0.8 milliseconds of burn time and 2.1 milliseconds of burn time? Okay, this is a champion spark plug. We did this test a long time ago. This is a champion spark plug that used to cost 99 cents. So I did that because within the shop we had guys that loved Motocraft and the Mopar, and they wanted Denso and NGK and Champion and Motocraft. So one day we just decided we'd get four of 
for the specific application of the Toyota truck we were going to use, and we used a Toyota truck because it was a four-cylinder, and we didn't want to change eight spark plugs. <laughs> and to this day, I use Champion spark plugs in everything I own, except the diesels, of course. They don't have spark plugs. So I'm a science guy. If you, and, and, and I remember that we ran a test on this thing that was going to improve your fuel economy and stuff. I mean to tell you all hell came down on me from the manufacturer of this component. And we ran numerous dynamometer testing with and without his tornado device, and he went crazy. But as much as he yelled at me and as much as he called me names, he never, ever was able to to disgrace the testing procedure and the protocol that we used. But the fact of the matter was is this device made the engine run a little richer, which gave you, I think it was a half a horsepower of strength. So we could increase the horsepower measurably, a half a horsepower to a horsepower, but it was because this device was adding more fuel to the engine. So he can't, he can say that we're going to make your car run better, or faster, or we're going to give you more horsepower, that's okay. But he can't say we're going to give you better fuel economy because he's stealing fuel economy to make horsepower. Does that make sense? So um, I've been around the block. I've seen a lot of gizmos, and I've seen a lot of voodoo and poo-poo in a can. The bottom line is is I'm just telling you what I tell my mother, my father. I'm telling you who, I'm telling you from my heart, this is what I think. And, and you're welcome to judge that. So if you don't like what I say, I'm okay with that. And if you don't want to follow what I'm saying, I'm okay with that. But you know for sure that I'm not Jim Jones, and I'm not asking you to drink something or pour something red in your car. <laughs> Because that ain't going to happen. Quality transmission has been in Tempe for a very long time. You know why quality is on my list? It's because he knows how to fix transmissions. He's very reputable. He's going to do what he says. They're going to use the correct parts. If you have a problem, they're going to take care of it. And he's never going to be over his estimate. So he knows how you feel when you're taken for a ride by somebody, especially in the transmission industry or in the repair industry. But quality transmission is not going to do that. They're not going to take you for a ride. They're going to give you honest answers about your transmission problems. They're going to give you honest bids, and they're going to do an honest job, and they're going to fix your problem. So you can call or stop by Quality Transmission in Tempe. I'm a Clintock north of University in Tempe, and talk to Bob or Steve. They're well worth the drive. Tim, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hello. Yes, sir. Are you, are you, okay. Uh, Yes, I have a question. I have a 97 Buick LeSabre, and it has high idle problems. And I go to one that is on your uh, best car list okay, or best shop list, and uh, they have replaced the idle air control and the master flow sensor. That wasn't clearing up the problem, and they thought that the ECM... Uh, needed to be sent out and repaired. So I tried a place, and that didn't work because they damaged it. And uh, I have the core, but I had to get a remanufactured ECM. So I got one from Cardone okay. and uh, had it put in and uh, then had it sent out to Yates Buick, and they uh, flashed it for me. And after doing all this, I still have a high engine idle. It, it idles anywhere from 1,500 to 2,500 at, uh, in park and, or in new, uh, yeah, in park. And, uh, so I'm, just, 
absolutely going crazy on what to do to fix this. Well, I think you made a serious mistake when you worked. You you had someone else, or you did the work from a. a I mean, if somebody makes a diagnosis, the biggest mistake a consumer can make is if Mark Salem says to you that you need an ECM, you should never go to ABC Automotive and tell them to put an ECM in your car. Whoever makes the diagnosis has to live and die by the diagnosis. Uh -huh. So it's a big, huge mistake to take a, sh a, a diagnosis from one repair shop, especially this repair shop you described that's already struck, has two strikes against them, am I right? Uh, the, the two strikes being what? Well, they, they put a mass airflow sensor, that didn't fix it, and they put an idle control motor in, and that didn't fix it. Did they diagnose it as that, or did you instruct them to put those parts in? Uh, they diagnosed it as that. Okay, well, those are the two strikes I'm talking about. Oh, okay, gotcha. Based on your story, they this that shop that happens to be one of my shops, the best car is on the list of best car repair. Well, they've they've they they've struck out twice already, right? Right. Okay, so so it doesn't make any difference that they're on my shop. You need you don't go back there. You need to find another shop, and you need to look them in the eye and tell them I'm not going to pay for guesses. I'm going to pay for fixes. Mm -hmm. Is this a fuel injected car or a carbureted car? This uh, is a fuel, fuel injected, injected car. Correct. Okay, um, I I don't understand why why you're 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 struggling. What part of town do you live in? Uh, the west side. Okay, I would go to Harker's Auto. I'd go to Bob at Harker's Auto. Okay. Um, he's a good diagnostician. He's probably one of the best I've ever met. I think he could even be better than I am. And uh, he's he's really really an honest guy. I think you just briefly tell him that you have a new mass airflow sensor and a new idle air control motor, but tell him you've got a high idle and tell him it's, if it's cold, if it's hot, if it's all the time, if it's every minute of every day, and when does it change, when doesn't it change, because you can have a bad coolant sensor that's telling the computer that the coolant, that the temperature outside is 32 below zero. And the coolant sensor is going to lie to the computer, so the computer is going to look at a chart and say, "Well, I need to raise the idle up on this on this motor to warm it up faster." Now the coolant sensor says, "Up, oh, it's still 32 degrees," when really the te water temperature, the coolant temperature is 212 degrees in your engine. So that idle is going to stay up high, and we're going to be able to see that. A vacuum leak at the bottom of the throttle body, that gasket's paper thin. Back in the 90s, that gasket would tear. That gasket would go away. It would be sucked inside. Then we have this vacuum leak, and the way that we raise and lower the idle on a fuel-injected car is we open and close a door that has air. Hence, the idle air control motor. So if the idle air control motor is sitting at zero, I want it to be 8, 10, 12, but if it's at zero, then it's getting air from somewhere else. It could be the mass airflow center, or not. It could be the brake booster. It could be the base gasket on the throttle body. It could be the PCV valve, and it also could be a bad coolant sensor. But there's lots of things that will lie to the computer to make the computer to raise the idle. Mm -hmm. So I think you should go to Bob, and you should ask him what his diagnostic will cost, what, what will you spend of my money diagnosing this problem, and then call me with an estimate for the labor and the repair, the part and the repair to fix it. That's what I think you should do. Then I think, and I, folks, I'm washing my laundry right in front of you. If what you say is true, then after you get it fixed, then you perhaps go back to the first shop and ask them if there's any financial reconsiderations they want to make based on the fact that here's bill number three, and it's fixed. 
and here's your bill one and here's your bill two. Is there anything you want to do for me because clearly you misdiagnosed it? That's what I would want you to do if it was my shop. Okay. Okie doke. Alrighty. And you said it's Harker's Auto Repair? Yes, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Okay. Gotcha. Larry, Larry Harker's Auto. Bob is the main technician. His wife, Ellen, works the front counter. Okay. And tell tell him that Mark Salem said this is a job that when you walk in the front door, I want them to hear sirens. <laughs> okay. And right. that just means it's important to me. Would you, you just say Mark? Mark said he would really like Bob to look at this. Okay. And I, you're not going to get any financial considerations out of that, but I think it's just going to make him um, do his due diligence, or I'm going to I'm going to ask him to to make doggone sure because so far you've had three serious guesses on this car and none of them have fixed it. I want Bob to be the hero. Okay. All righty. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Good luck okay. to you. Oh boy. You know, folks, it's no secret. It's just like our kids. You know, you can have four or five kids and. Every once in a while, one of them gets into trouble, and it's no different than the best car repair shops. I want to remind you, and I'll say this to Tim as well, um, if you have a problem with one of my best shops, um, I want you to uh, contact me, and I'm happy to help you. There will come a time where there will be no no meeting of the minds, so to speak. So as a result of that, then I have a process I'm going to describe to you after this next break of what I want you to do, and it's on the website and it's, it's kind of a contract between you and I because if you follow the process and someone tells the shop to make a refund or to fix your car and the shop doesn't, I will up to $5,000. So I got your back. I'm not just telling you they're great shops. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Mark Levin, Fox News, and Breitbart, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 15 years, 70,000 customers, and over a half a million windows installed. It's no wonder American Vision Windows is the premier window replacement company. 
Experts know that even the best windows are only as good as the installation. Celebrating their 15-year anniversary by revolutionizing the industry all over again. American Vision Windows presents a window designed by expert installers for expert installers. It's a completely new vision for a whole new era. The President Series, exclusively from American Vision Windows. Call now to get a free upgrade to triple-pane windows with the revolutionary new President Series windows exclusively from the premier window replacement company, American Vision Windows. Call now, 480-619-5707. That's 480-619-5707. ROC number 267599. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months, and I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and the name of this show is Under the Hood, every Saturday from 10 to 12, right here on 960 The Patriot. So if you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome to join us anytime you want, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil has been running Automatic Transmission Exchange since 1968. Phil is an expert on transmissions, and what's even better is is he was around during the old two-speed power glides and all the old transmissions of the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. Phil is one smart guy. He's been around a very long time. He's very honest because he wouldn't be in business for this long if he wasn't. So Phil and his staff are diagnostic experts, transmission repair experts, and transmission replacements experts. And they go to the next level in providing excellent products that meet or exceed your OEM specifications. So they test every transmission on their dynamometer to make sure that it shifts and shifts right. So if you live anywhere near Central Phoenix, or anywhere for that matter, Phil is located at 40th Street in Washington. 40th Street in Washington, they can help you with your transmission problems. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange. Real quick, the process for a complaint against the shops that I endorse is this. You file a nice complaint at the Better Business Bureau, and the word nice is there for a reason. If you start calling people names and you, and you act like a jerk, then I'm not going to handle your complaint. So you have to be nice. I want nice, and the shop has to be nice, too. You file your complaint. The complaint at the Better Business Bureau typically goes through the Auto Advisory Committee. The Auto Advisory Committee is a committee that I created. 
20 years ago. And it helps the Better Business Bureau sift through the technical aspects of car repair. There's 20 members of that group, and they vote on these complaints. And trust me when I tell you, they spank shops all the time. So it goes to the Better Business Bureau. They send it through. They probably send it through the Auto Advisory Committee. If you and if the customer doesn't like the outcome or the business doesn't like the outcome, they can appeal it to an arbitrator. But the arbitrator has the final say. And if the arbitrator tells the shop to make a refund or fix the car and the shop doesn't, I will. Now that's never happened since 1988 when I first began endorsing other repair shops. It's never happened. So, I mean, I remember when I used to say 750, then I went to 2000, then my wife said, just go to five because it's never happened. So there's no risk here because these guys do good work. That's what's important is the best shops are held to a high standard. And I've thoroughly checked out these guys, and I know that they've been in business, and I know they have good techs. So that's the reason why that's important to me. Last but not least, not too long ago, maybe a year ago, there was a best shop that was having trouble with a car. And they had pretty much settled on the computer was bad, and they asked for a second opinion. And I raised my hand, and I said I'd be happy to look at that. So we found a bad starter that was causing the problem. It was a very unusual situation that none of us had ever seen before. But one test we ran, we found the starter. So we replaced the starter. The problem solved. The car's back on the road. Everybody's happy. But that's how we back one another up a lot. I've had other shops fix cars that we were blind to. So sometimes you just need a fresh pair of eyes, and that's what's really good with respect to the best car repair shops, the endorsements by myself, Mark Salem. Frank, good morning to you. Frank, how can I help you this morning? Yeah, a 13-year-old car with 60,000 miles on it. Should the radiator cap be changed sometime or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. I And, you know, it's so easy to test the cap. I'm going to take the cap off your radiator, and I'm going to attach it to a device with an air pump. And the air pump has a gauge, and I'm going to look at the cap, and it's going to say it's a 12-pound cap. Yeah. As I begin to pump air into that cap, when I get to 12 pounds, I want it to exhaust anything above 12 pounds. So it's going to go pump, pump, and then all of a sudden, psst, 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 like that. Well, when that happens, I go, well, Frank, it, it's working fine. It's venting at 12 pounds or 13 pounds or 15 pounds, whatever it is. But if you're going to buy a radiator cap, may I suggest a brand that you look for, and that's called Stant, uh -huh. S-T-A-N-T, and I would get a lever one, and uh, if you want to replace it, it's probably less than 10 bucks. Right, but the lever one's okay. Y y yes, the lever one, I think from a safety perspective, the lever one is okay. Now, there's lots of cars out there that don't need a lever one because they have an overflow tank. Yeah. And there's lots of cars out there that don't even have one that may is made for them with the lever. So it's not like you can get a lever every single time, but I'm suspecting with your car being 15 years old that a lever is going to be available. Well, I never go. I never lift the thing up. I've never opened it myself, so maybe I just get a regular one. You can do whatever you want, yeah. but when you when you the first thing you do before you take the cap off is squeeze the upper radiator hose. Uh -huh. Make sure it's soft and pliable, and there's no pressure in it. Okay. Then you push down and turn counterclockwise. People forget to push down and unlock the teeth. Okay. So you push your hands on top of it, and you turn it counterclockwise, and it'll come right off. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you. Goodbye. You betcha. You betcha. That's a good question. Radiator cap. Jerry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah. Are Jerry? You Jerry, yeah. Hey, Mark. Um, my wife has a 2007 uh, Honda Civic. I believe it's the 1.8. And uh, over the past few months we have she'd experienced the starter problems that you know it would click it wouldn't start. it sounded like you know like in the old days a solenoid was clicking and 
But anyway, um, it, it, it kept doing this. We took it to the Honda dealer in Chandler, and he, uh, Gilbert rather, and they looked at it. They had it for two days. They said they couldn't find any, they couldn't find the problem, couldn't duplicate the problem. You know, I checked the battery. The battery was good. You know, it was charging. Charging voltage was good. Took it to O'Reilly. They said the starter was good. The battery was good. So I figured it was a high-resistance contact someplace on one of the cables. But anyway, so other day it didn't start. She get ready to go to work. I, I said, I want to try something. Go out there, and I wiggle the ground cable. Lo and behold, the car starts. She gets to work, goes out after work. It doesn't start. Wiggles the ground cable, the car starts. Okay. So he said, we're going to take it to the dealer. I took it to the dealer, and I said, I want to replace the ground cable, and I want you to disconnect the starter motor cables, clean them up, clean up the solenoid uh, wire that pulls the solenoid in. They call my wife about a couple hours in the morning, and uh, they say the starter motor is no good. So I said, I told my wife when she talked to me, I said, so so what is it that they found this time that they couldn't find last time? Anyway, now this is where we're getting to the crux of the story. Okay, well, you you got to hurry up, okay, because we don't have all day. you got to get to yeah, the end okay. of the story pretty quick. All, all right. right. So I say, okay, I said, okay, let them replace the starter motor. So this is what it did. The starter motor cost me $386.78. $304.88 labor put the starter motor in. Then to add insult to injury, they charged me a core charge, which eventually, I mean, which I got them to remove. So what I'm trying to ask is, first of all, I, I, I don't think it was the starter. I think it was the cable. But do you think $386 for a starter motor and $304 labor for a job that should have, train, should have took a train mechanic about a half an hour to do is kind of exorbitant? That was $741, $741 to replace the starter. Uh, so yeah. let me get this straight. You get yourself into a mess. Yeah. You uh-huh. do a lot of self. Let me finish now. I didn't interrupt yeah. you. All no, right. I'm sorry. You, you, all right. You, you get yourself into a big mess. You do a lot of self-diagnosis. Yeah. You got two or three or four different people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you you finally identified that this. You tell me you checked the resistance on all the cables and it's fine and O'Reilly's pronounced it fine. But then you tell me that this loose negative cable and da da da. And I don't understand that how O'Reilly's found it was fine when really you found a bad negative cable and so forth yeah. and so on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when when I look at all of this, you want me to explain and bring some kind of rational thought process to a to a story that's like this? <laughs> No, actually, in the end, I want you to just tell me one thing. What is the going rate for charges in shops okay. like dealer shops, or should I expect to pay? Uh, and if it was 1.6 hours... All right, all right, all right. Hold We'll be back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The market goes up and the market goes down. It always has and it always will. But if you are in or near retirement, do you really have the time to wait for the market to go through these cycles? Think about it. Having your money invested in the market is like walking up a flight of stairs. But instead of moving up one step at a time, every third step, you have to go back down two steps or more. Remember the story about the guy who was sentenced to an eternity of rolling the rock up the hill only to have it roll back down every time he got close to the top? Sound familiar? Using our advanced planning, saving for retirement is like riding up an escalator. Nice, steady growth without any risk of ever falling down. Guaranteed. So stop trudging up the steps and hop on the worry-free, zero-risk escalator to retirement. Pick up the phone and call us now to receive your free safe money information kit. Call 1-877-51-RADIO. That's 877-517-2346. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're talking with Jerry. But before we do, let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Larry Harker's Auto Repair is in a place in Phoenix, 38th Avenue and Indian School, that there's not another Mark Salem best shop around him for five, six, seven miles, maybe. It's a hard area. It's a hard area to find a good shop that's been around a long time. Larry Harker's has been in business since 1967. Bob and Ellen have been there a very, very, very long time, too. Bob, I think, was one of the original technicians at Larry's Harker's from a long time ago. But Bob's really good, and Ellen is really better. 
auto electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance. They can find out why it failed emissions. They can fix it. They'll take it through emissions for you intermittently. They'll do that. They can service and repair both foreign and domestic, both gas and diesel. So 38th Avenue and Indian School, I'm very proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto. Jerry, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Jerry, I I know um, I, I'm going to guess. You asked me to guess, and I'm going to guess what happened. Okay. You went in there, and you told them, because you yeah. just got through telling me, that you told them to check the negative cable and clean all the connections and take the connections off the starter and clean all those connections. I'll bet you dollars to donuts that that $340 or whatever the heck the labor was, that's not all starter, and it's not on your bill as all starter. There's going to be customer requests, customer requests, customer requests. So you spent a whole lot of money. They spent a whole lot of your money cleaning all those connections you told them to do. Then at the very end of the day, the thing probably didn't start. I don't know because I wasn't there. So then they went in and did a diagnostic and found out the starter was bad, and then they replaced the starter. So 304 or $300 for the starter, I'm sure you could have done slightly better somewhere else. But I think the labor on your ticket is divided into a variety of categories, and most of those you inflicted yourself, and most of those are your fault. So I, 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 I don't. I'm not good enough to look up the labor on an 07 or to know by heart the the labor on an 07 Civic with a 1.8 liter motor. I, I, I'm not that good. Um, if you'll send me an email. I'll look up the labor, and I'll bid the starter the way we would have. You broke every rule in the book. You diagnosed it yourself. You got three people involved. You got too many cooks in the kitchen. Then you, Why didn't you call around once they gave you the estimate? Why didn't you call other shops and say, look, all I really want to know is, is what's the labor and what's the starter? Would you call me back? Why didn't you do that? Well, because I knew that they were going to charge me an exorbitant amount for the starter, which I can buy all day long for about $70 on the Internet or any place Oh, else. Jerry, that's just flat BS. Okay. Jerry, you aren't going to buy a $300 starter for 70 bucks on the Internet, and if you are, it's going to come off a used Honda or something like that. I've been in this business. I buy $3 million worth of parts every year, Jerry, and I'm telling you what, I'm not buying that starter for anywhere near $70, like you say. Okay. Uh, you know, it's just we're not talking apples to apples, but most of the problem here, Jerry, is 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 caused by you. And I've, I've, I'm going to say for the last time, number one, you got three cooks in the kitchen. You don't have any of them that are qualified to diagnose this. Number two, you tell them what to do. Then the car doesn't start. Then they diagnose the car, and then and you had a chance to bid this, and you didn't. So at the end of the day, I would just. Look up to the Lord and say, you taught me a lesson, Lord, from now on. When I get a bid over five, $600, I'm going to call a couple of other shops and see what happened. But, but to say, oh, well, they were going to lay me away anyway, you don't know that. You don't know what your labor was at that particular point. But you told me. You told them what to do at the very beginning, and they did that first. And that's a bad deal. You don't tell the shop how to fix the car. Thank you, Jerry, for calling. I'm sorry, but I will look up your labor, and I'll bid it just as if my own shop was going to bid that job. I will tell you what the starter costs and what the labor costs, and I may even throw in $50, $75 worth of diagnostic time because I think they had to get there. Now, the last question that you're not going to be able to answer is, is, is how's the car now? So after a month and the car starts every time, at least we know they fixed it. 
And of course, the possibility exists that they fixed it with the, with you know a bad connection and they put a starter in anyway. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt that they fixed it and they still charged you seven hundred dollars by a bad connection. I kind of doubt that. I I think I, I, I'm I'm naive in that fashion. I kind of doubt that. Anyway. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, now's the time. All five lines are open. And, and, and folks, it's really important to, to, to learn from one another's mistakes and even my mistakes and your mistakes and everybody else's mistake. When that, that little voice inside of you is screaming at you, listen to it. There is nothing wrong with saying, I want you to give me a detailed estimate for this $700 bill you're giving me. I want you to describe every single line item so that I can write it down. Thank you very much. I will call you back. What's your name? What's your direct line? Thank you very much. I'll call you back. Then you call around. My car is in another shop, and I would like very much if you would spend a few minutes with me. Maybe I'll bring my car. Uh, I'll bring my car to you for the next oil change. But just tell me what does the starter cost for this car, and what is the labor on this car? Then you call back and say, well, his labor is 120, and your labor is 300. And they say, well, I've got some diagnostic time, and I've got you had me chasing my tail. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So that's kind of how it works. It's a matter. There's a process involved in, in happy car repair, and and half the time the problems and obstacles are created by the shop, and half the time the problems and obstacles are created by the consumer. We'll be right back right after this. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. The United States engages in, promotes, and sells freedom. Iran promotes, engages in, and sells terrorism. We should not be in business together. We should not be handing over billions and billions of dollars to them. We know what they will spend it on. Death to America is their advertisement. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com It doesn't take a genius to prepare for emergencies, just the smarts to know that you should. Write a family communication plan that includes an out-of-town contact. Build a kit with enough supplies to last at least three days. Be informed of local hazards and emergency plans. Inspire others by your preparedness example. Learn how at azein.gov. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Emergency and Military Affairs in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Be sure to check out The Patriot's listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. We're going to go to the phones. Greg's first. You'd like to be second, third, fourth, or fifth. You can give us a call at 602 508 Greg, you're first, but let me just tell you about Kurtz Automotive. Kurtz Automotive has been around since 1987. He's in the northeast corner of Bell in the I-17. Kurt's a really good guy. He won the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award for his business category last or this year. So that's quite an honor. It's an honor I've never won, but Kurtz did it last year, and I'm really proud of them. They opened their doors again, like I said, in 1987. He works on domestic imports, gas, diesel. He has ASE certified technicians. That means something. That should mean something to you because they've been certified. Otherwise, their skills have been tested. So if you have a technician with no ASE certifications, no one's ever tested his skills. That's important. Kurtz is again is located at I-17 in Bell in Phoenix, good place. And if you have a, sh- if you don't have a repair shop and you live close to I-17 in Bell, may I suggest you try Kurtz Automotive. Greg, good morning to you. How can I help you? Um, I, I have a. Um, my wife has a 210 fu- uh, 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 Civic, and uh, the the plastic lenses on the um, headlights um, have gone cloudy. Yes, sir. I, yeah, I refurbished them with a kit from AutoZone. So, is there is there anything that has to be done just to refurbish or replace? Well, it depends on the process that you use, and they should have addressed that in the in the uh, in the manual that allows you to re-energize the uh, the headlights. Depending on which kit you bought, some of them. Yeah. Um, some of them say nothing, just follow our directions, and maybe you have a three-part process, four-part process, five-part process, and then at the end of that, you, that's all you need to do. Some of them will tell you to use car wax over the lenses. Some of them will tell you okay. not to use car wax over your lenses. So, is so it, it is just it, depends. If we plan to keep on uh, 
to keep the car, is it um, um, cost um, uh, prohibitive to replace the lenses? Yes, and I'll tell you why. There's, um, you're, we're talking about three different levels of quality here. Mm-hmm. First of all, the, the best level of quality and the most expensive is, is a pair of new lenses. Yeah, but, and, 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 and you're talking about Lexon. Yeah, and I'm also talking about $200 or more aside. Oh, my gosh. Or maybe more. Okay. So uh, uh, let me explain. There's there's three options here. New and you, what you did, which is AutoZone, O'Reilly, uh, headlight yeah. restoration. In the middle, right. in the middle, there's called a 3M process, and I think it's about a six- or seven-step option. It's done professionally because the kit itself is $4,000. So the technician is going to do a variety of different layers of chemicals and all this kind of stuff. And when you're done, they are look brand new. They look brand new, and they're guaranteed for a year. And you don't have to car wax them. You don't have to do anything to them. And what it is, okay. is it's a series of, of sanding where they start and they clean the outside, then they use a, a, a finer sandpaper and a finer sandpaper, and then they use a polishing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Now, most of the time, the headlights, you can get two lenses done for about $80, $90. And most everybody gives a one-year warranty on them. And I want to tell you that I've been doing, I've been using that 3M, 3M kit now for probably five years, and I've mm-hmm. never had anybody ask me to do their headlights again. So I, I'm going to tell you that most of what we've done is lasting three and four and five years with no problem at all. Now, and we have two of our technicians that are really good at doing it. But, I, but I'm just sharing this. If you want to call around and find somebody who has the 3M headlight restoration kit, that's where you should go. Oh, okay. In other words, you don't have a, a specific shop. Just, just call around. Yeah, it's the kit that makes it happen. And you, you oh, want to, okay. you want to. This is, this is what you're going to say. Hey, uh, this is Greg, and I've got some cloudy lenses on my Honda Civic. Do you, what kind of a kit do you use to, to refurbish headlights? Do you do that? Yes or no? Oh, okay. Now he says yes. You say what kind of kit is it? He says it's 3M. How long have you had it? We've had it for three or four years. How much does it cost? Ninety dollars for two front lenses. Okay, thank you. That's what you want to hear. You want to hear he has the 3M kit, and you want to hear he's had it for a couple years because there's a Mm -hmm. learning curve associated with this thing. But if he uses the same stuff that you buy at AutoZone and O'Reilly's, and he's going to charge you $59 but use that, then maybe you don't. I got you. Okay. All righty. Yeah, because, um, yeah, we're going to hang on to the car, and uh, the lenses have kind of clouded up a little bit over when when I did when I did them but um... yeah I want to tell you something uh, I give a guarantee that if you don't like the job we did you don't have to pay for it and no one has ever not paid for it and no one has ever come back and asked for their money back so I know that ours are lasting and and we do just as good a job as the other 10 guys in town that have the 3M kit but I'm just okay. telling you, I've tried them all, and 3M hit a home run with this kit because it allows us to bring those back to life for a very long time. So what, what part of town do you live in? Uh, live in Peoria. 
Okay, just go to MarkSalem.com and call a couple of my shops in that area, and, and just uh, ask and them uh, if they have the the 3M headlight restoration kit. Okay. Well, All right. Thank, thank you. you very much. You betcha. Okay. You betcha. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Um, the restoration kit. We had a car not too long ago that actually each headlight lens was four hundred and seventy-five dollars or something, just under five hundred dollars a side. So when uh, you're going to have them professionally done from eighty to a hundred dollars for both, as opposed to a thousand dollars for two new lenses, I think you can see the benefit when it comes to that. Um, not too long ago, if you're in Facebook, you can uh, friend me on Facebook, Mark Salem, and um, we posted some pictures not too long ago of a Honda Civic. We did. We posted the before picture and then the after picture. And um, and I didn't do any trick photography. I took the picture in the same position, the same thing, da-da-da-da-da. But there was a significant difference. And uh, it's just one of those things that we stumbled across, uh, we tried it, and we were really glad we did. And it is so much head and shoulders above the rest of the possibilities. So I'm not doing a commercial for that headlight restoration company. I'm just telling you, we got there by making lots of mistakes. <laughs> and we got there by doing crappy jobs. <laughs> so that's how we got here. All righty, Jeremy? Anybody? All clear. All righty. Well, I think what I – and you're welcome to join us in the last five minutes of the show, 602-508-0960. Folks, it's a sin. It is not in your best interest to have shop A diagnose the car and have shop B do the repair. That's a bad deal because at the end of the day, if the car is still broken, you have no recourse with shop A and you have no recourse with shop B. Shop A diagnosed it and said it needed a starter, but shop B is going to say, you didn't tell me to diagnose it. You told me to replace the starter. And I did exactly what you said. And, and and obviously, you're working off either your diagnosis or somebody else's diagnosis. But I never diagnosed this starter. It's bad. You came in. You told me, replace the starter. And that's what I did. The Better Business Bureau, under those circumstances, is going to side with the business because that's what happened. And as long as they, they documented it appropriately on their work order, customer said to do this. So that's kind of how it works. It works in that kind of shop. It, it's it's also important that when you get an estimate that you, out of your comfort zone, just ask for the details of the estimate. Ask them specifically. You can't call me. First of all, you can't call me because we don't do estimates over the phone, and I'll tell you why. It's because I'm blessed because everyone calls us, and I can't possibly staff the place enough to have that. So we want the car in front of us. But in in, in, in the case of, of um, uh, um, who the heck was that? Was that... Uh, do you remember who that was that had the uh, the battery and all that other kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, that was Jerry. In the case of Jerry, um, he, he couldn't bring the car to us, but I'm going to look up his, his starter and his labor form just so that he has some kind of piece associated with that. But the idea is, is a detailed estimate is just exactly that, exactly what makes up the $840 line item by line item. And it'll sound like this. The diagnostic to find a bad starter was $92. The starter is X amount of dollars. The labor to install it is X amount of dollars. The electrical system test to verify everything was bad and everything was working afterwards is $45. The sales tax, the shop supplies, the environmental charges is this much money. And all of that adds up to $840. 
That's what a detailed estimate smells like, looks like, and sounds like. Jerry, good morning, or Tim, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, I, I, I apologize. I just caught the uh, last uh, few minutes of that segment on the headlight lenses, but I have a quick question for you. Aren't there times when the damage is actually on the inside of the lens and can't be cleared? Yes, you bring up a great point, and thank you for that. You're exactly right. There are, I would say, 10 to 15% of the times we get the cloudy lenses that we had a water leak and we had moisture inside the lens. Now, that's pretty easy for a seasoned guy to tell the difference. That's really easy. And what we typically do is if, if it's an iffy thing, we'll buff a corner of it real quick and if we don't see any direct improvement after using step one and step two and step three then we know what's on the inside but in reality you can usually turn the headlights on and you can clean the outside of the lens and you'll know that the damage is on the inside of the lens and there is no repair for that you must replace the lens so you bring up a good point yeah all right thank you for that you bet and you're, you're exactly right there's in, in I'm going to guess that 10 to 15 percent of the foggy headlights are actually from the inside out, as opposed to uh, sunlight degradation, UV damage on the outside of the Lexan or plastic lens. So some of them are going to be. Harry, good morning to you. What can we do for you? Yeah, I'm just catching the tail end of your headlight deal. I got a couple questions. One, I the guy uh, before me uh, kind of ask the same thing about the inside and you say there's no uh, repair for that is that correct yeah there there is none i mean here's what we've tried we fill the lens with really distilled water ro water we shake it around we put compressed air in there we try to blow it dry we put a little alcohol in there because alcohol absorbs 40 times its weight in water we get all that kind of stuff we put the headlight thing back in we put a new gasket for the headlight bulb we put it back on and it'll come back a month later and it'll have water in it well it's going to have a leak somewhere and the only way you can find the leak is take the whole headlight assembly off the car air it up and stick it in soapy water but by the time we do all that you might as well buy a lens <laughs> so yes you're right yeah the other question <laughs> i have is too they have uh, i have a 2002 uh, trailblazer so it has the replaceable uh, you know bulb uh, type deals in there uh uh-huh. i notice they have two or three different types of uh higher performance ones are they really worth it are they worthwhile for the money or they're like windshield wipers harry there's five different levels and each one of them says they're better than the others but really there's a that you can divide a line right down the middle there's the cheap ones on the left and there's the more expensive one and a little better light on the right it's not keep your receipt because i know there's people out there that will buy those two or three different brands and what they'll do and i love this is put let's say you you but there's five options let's say harry buys the top three he puts number three in the left hand and he puts number four in the right hand and then he pulls up to his garage door at night and he looks and compares the two then he puts number five in the right he decides what he wants takes the other ones back and gets what he wants there's nothing wrong with that all righty, thank you very much for everybody spending your time with me on Saturday. My email address is mark at marksalem.com, mark with a K, at marksalem, S-A-L-E-M.com. And remember that last name, Salem, because if you have a complaint about the radio show, you have to address your complaint to Salem Communications. <laughs> in care of 960 the patriot which is no relation of mine but it is fun to say that <laughs>
And it's a joke, okay? It's just a joke. I don't hear you laughing, Jeremy. Anyway, please wear your seatbelt. And if anybody does something nice for you, please roll down your window, stick your arm out, and say thank you. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.